Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and before we get rolling with today's episode, don't forget to download, subscribe, give this thing a five-star rating, pass this along to five friends who you know love the Kansas Jayhawks, and we'll keep this thing rolling from there. So how about those Jayhawks in week one of the college football season getting that 48-17 to win over Missouri straight? It was off, It was a slow start. I have to admit it was a slow start for the Kansas Jayhawks. I, I was not super optimistic at halftime as KU had that short, that small lead at halftime. But they got things going. Things were rolling in the second half, and they ended up blowing out Missouri State 48-17 Despite the fact that I predicted a 55-17 win, it was only 48-17. So it was close. It was close. But at the end of the day, all that matters is KU still got a big win. And everybody pretty much came out healthy. But one of the big storylines going into week one that we did not have last week on the podcast was Jalen Daniels. Missing week one. That's right. Jalen Daniels, starting quarterback, Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year preseason candidate. He did not play. Nobody really saw this coming either. It wasn't until about uh, Thursday, even Thursday evening, was the first time I saw anything about this, where there was some speculation on whether or not Jalen Daniels would even play in the game on Friday night. And... I guess throughout the month of August, Jalen Daniels has been limited due to a lingering back issue, which is not good news for the Kansas Jayhawks. You don't want to have a lingering back issue for your star quarterback who could be a potential Heisman candidate, a potential Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. To have a lingering back issue is not the way you want to start the season. Jalen Daniels even missing week one of the season Not saying that he's all the way out right now, but typically you have to play every game if you're going to win the Heisman. That's just how it is. got to rack up as much uh, yardage, as many stats as you can. And so, I mean, I hate to say it already, we're only going into week two, but Jalen Daniels in the Heisman conversation is likely out already after week one just by not playing. And we talked about it a little bit in the offseason You need to have Jalen Daniels healthy, not only to have a great season, but to have any type of post uh, postseason awards. You got to be healthy. So Jalen Daniels starting the season on the bench is not uh, what you want to see as a Jayhawk fan. However, the great news for the Jayhawks: you have super senior Jason Bean in there getting the start, and Jason Bean is a guy. He was, he was starting at quarterback before Jalen Daniels. Jalen Daniels came in as a freshman, didn't get his first start there until that game against Texas. So you see Jalen Daniels on the sideline, but you know you have a competent backup in Jason Bean. And Jason, this is why when you see a guy like Jason Bean coming back for his super senior season, for his sixth college season, You love to see it because Jalen Daniels had that big injury last year. He was out for several games, and you had a guy like Jason Bean who can step in and play the role. 
who has starting experience. So you've got Jason being in there, and what does he do? All he does is go out there and throw 26 attempts and completes 22 of those passes. So he goes 22 for 26, 276 yards, and that's what it's all about, having a guy that can go in, step in, and perform up to that ability. Even if it is against Missouri State, you know that uh, Jason Bean can be that guy that can step in when you need him to. And that is across the board for Kansas this year. Across the board, you have depth and experience, and that's a huge advantage for Kansas going forward. A huge advantage for Kansas to have the depth that they have. And speaking of depth, let's talk about that depth in the running back room because they looked absolutely fantastic. We knew that going into the season, Kansas had one of the deepest running back rooms in the Big 12. And you saw KU on Friday night against Missouri State utilize all four of those running backs, each of them scoring a touchdown. Of course, you had the real deal, Devin Neal. We talked about him last week on the podcast being one of the keys to the game. Devin Neal leads the way with two touchdowns, including one receiving touchdown, 13 carries for 94 yards. So you got Devin Neal nearly gets 100 yards in his first game, splitting carries with Three other guys, so getting 94 yards while splitting carries. Quite impressive there for Devin Neal in 13 carries. You had Daniel Hyshaw, who returned from that injury that he had last season. Didn't play after uh, his injury in early October. So Daniel Hyshaw coming back, had four carries for 27 yards, also got a touchdown. Daniel Hyshaw is one of those guys that you just see him run the ball, and you can tell that he's going to break it. He can bounce off tacklers. He doesn't go down after first contact, and you love seeing Daniel Hyshaw out there getting four carries, 27 yards, and a touchdown in his first action since last October. Then you had Georgia Tech transfer Dylan McDuffie. He comes in from a run-heavy Georgia Tech offense, and he adds another element to this offense that gives you added depth. And McDuffie comes in, gets six carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. And then your fourth running back, Sevion Morrison, who had a pretty solid season as a reserve running back last year, comes in and gets eight carries for 41 yards. So you have four running backs here at Kansas who can really take over at any point. Obviously, Devin Neal, the real deal, Devin Neal, is the guy that you're going to lean on the most. I think as the season gets going, Daniel Hyshaw is going to be that number two guy. Since it was starting to be a blowout, you didn't really need Hyshaw to get that many carries. You want to make sure that he's healthy going into the Illinois game. So then you had McDuffie and Morrison taking over after that. But that is what it's all about. Keeping control of the game on the ground, heading into week two, especially against an Illinois team that you might need to ground and pound against to open up the passing game. And speaking of Week 2, Illinois. Everybody wants to talk about Illinois coming in to Lawrence, Kansas for Week 2. Well, before we get going and talking about the game, (laughs) this was the talk of social media on Monday as Kansas released the jerseys that they were going to be wearing. Now, I got to say, I was very excited about this. I know some people are going to laugh about it, but 
all black jerseys. How about those jerseys? You can go to my Twitter page at Jayhawker Talker. You can see these jerseys for yourself. They look absolutely gorgeous. One month after unveiling an entirely new football set of jerseys there, Kansas has added another wrinkle to its game day wardrobe. That's right. So these are, they're calling these all new, all black jerseys, the Black Hawk uniforms. So on Friday night, when they take the game, when they take the field on Friday night against Illinois, primetime matchup at the booth, it's going to be a good time out there. If you if if you have not got tickets yet to this game on Friday night at the booth, you got to get your tickets. It's going to be on ESPN2. So if you can't make it to the game, going to watch the game on TV, it's going to be on ESPN2. Kansas, a three-point favorite going into this game. But right now, we're talking about the jerseys. I mean, come on. Look at these jerseys. I'm looking at them right now. This is absolutely beautiful. The Blackhawk jerseys. On prime time, Friday night against Illinois. And and they asked Lance Leipold about these jerseys. Of course, you got to hear what the coach is going to say about them. And, and this is what Lance Leipold had to say. I've had these type of jerseys at every other school I've been at. He's talking about the alt uniforms. He says, you know players love them. They want to have them. And it's all about feeling good while you're playing. That drives the players. No matter what happens out there and what everything else does, we're going to be out there playing in these jerseys. But what matters in the end is getting the W. And that's exactly right. Lance Leipold knows that these players love the jerseys. They know they love the look, the all-black unis, the all-black alt unis. And I guess that this was a jersey that was really pushed by Kenny Logan Jr., the senior safety. Uh, Kenny Logan Jr. really wanted to get out there in these all-black unis. So, here you go. You've got the players all ready to go in these jerseys. But Lance Leipold does make a great point. If you lose by 20 points in the black jerseys, are they really that cool? No. (laughs) you got to go out there and win in the black jerseys. If you're going to be wearing these jerseys, you got to go out there and make them look cool while winning the game. Because that's what matters. Just going out there wearing a cool black jersey, eh. If you go out there and lose by 20, it's not going to matter. So not only do they have the black jerseys here, they, they they do have what I saw on the social media page. They do pay tribute to the past. They've got the uh, circus letters on the Kansas part of the jersey right there on the front where it says Kansas. And then on the back of the jersey, above where the name set on the jersey in the middle. You've got the flag with the K in it, the Kansas, not the Kansas State flag, but the red, white, and blue with the K for Kansas right above the nameplate. And then on the black pants, you've got the red and white strip as well. So you've got a little bit of red, white, and blue on the jerseys along with the black. The black is the feature. You've got the black helmet with the angry 1941 Jayhawk. So if you haven't seen, you know, you know when you're looking at the angry Jayhawk, that's that's going to be a key part of this uh jer- uniform as well. The alt uni. Now, KU has worn black jerseys in the past. November 
2012, a home game against Iowa State was the last time they had these black jerseys, but it featured a white helmet, and this time they've got the black helmet with Angry Jay from 1941 on them. The Blackhawk design, of course, some fans love it. I'm one of the ones that love it. Some fans absolutely hate it. They want to see the traditional blue jerseys, but I'm all about it. I'm all about the Blackhawk jersey and having some fun with these alt uniforms. I love seeing them. And you can go to my Twitter page, at Talker. Check out those alt uniforms as they are fire. Absolutely fire. And there's also an article up there at heartlandcollegesports.com on these alt unis if you want to go check that out as well. Okay, now really, for real, let's get to the game now. Because we talked about the big win last week against Missouri State. Got that 48-17 win. Now, you've got a chance to capitalize against a Power 5 program from the Big Ten in Illinois with second-year head coach Brett Belima. You've got him. uh, He's been all over the map, but most recently, of course, he, he was at Wisconsin for a long time, went to Arkansas for a little bit. Now he's at Illinois. Turning the program around at Illinois, by the way. They finished second in the Big Ten North or Big Ten West last year. Excuse me. And he turned that program around pretty quickly. And it's it's one of those things where you look at the Big Ten. The Big Ten West is obviously the, the weakest part of that conference. Um, got Wisconsin, Illinois, tough teams in that conference. Nebraska still down. Not sure about Minnesota. They barely squeaked by Nebraska last year, last week. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State on the other side. But Illinois getting second place last year in the Big Ten West. That's a start for for Illinois in what they're trying to revamp there. Last year, one of the best defenses in the Big Ten and in the country for that matter, allowing 12.8 points per game. So while Illinois struggled last week, they barely squeaked by Toledo. Toledo tried to get that upset last week. It was close. It came down to the wire. came down to a game-winning field goal for Illinois. There was, a, there was some uh, penalties early on for Illinois that hurt them. But... They got the defensive touchdown. They got the game-winning field goal. And they're 1-0 heading in to Week 2 against Kansas. Both teams 1-0. And it's going to be a tough matchup for Kansas. Kansas a three-point favorite going into this game at this point. Midweek. Brett Belima is a defensive guy. So it's not that surprising that Illinois and their defense is looking good. But Kansas has to be ready for it. And Kansas has a great offense. I think Kansas can put some points up on the board. But Lance Leipold had this to say about Illinois and their defense. He says, you know they're going to be physical and well-coached, fundamentally sound. You're going to have to execute consistently to beat them. You're not going to gimmick them you're not going to hit a bunch of big plays so 
Kansas has to be ready for it. They have to execute at a high level. They have to be ready to go from the first snap. And when you're looking at KU's offense, they're not gimmicky. They have a lot of motion. They have the opportunity to hit the home run ball, whether it be on a screen play where the running back can shake a tackle loose and go for a 60-yard touchdown. Maybe it's like last week, Jason Bean hitting a deep pass early in the game. Hopefully this week you'll have Jalen Daniels who can make plays. But the Jayhawks are going to have little margin for error against an Illinois defense that is much better than Missouri State. So if you see mistakes that KU made in week one, like a fumble, failed fourth and one, those don't cost you against Missouri State. It makes it so it's a close game at halftime, but it doesn't cost you a win or a loss. But against a team like Illinois, that could be the difference. you got to win the turnover battle. You can't give them the ball. You can't make the mistakes like turning it over on a fourth and one. And the chance to have Jalen Daniels back, that could be a huge boost. A huge boost for the Kansas Jayhawks as they look to continue pounding the ground game with their four running backs. They got into the action this past week against Missouri State. If you can get Jalen Daniels in there making plays when Illinois is trying to stack the box, trying to stop those running backs, and then you get Jalen Daniels rolling out, making plays not just with his uh, legs but with his arm as well, making sure that Kansas gets the points they need to get the win. So I think this week, even with – even if okay, so even if Jalen Daniels has a setback and they have to go to Jason Bean, I still think Kansas can win this game. It's really going to be up to the defensive execution, how Kansas can manage to get their first downs. Third down conversion rate's got to be good. How they play against this Illinois defense is going to be huge. I think they can win it with Jason Bean. I want to see Jalen Daniels out there getting his first regular season action. The depth and experience should help KU get the win and help lead the way just through this non-conference schedule, get them to the Big 12 play, and have that experience moving forward. So going into this game against Illinois, I thought it was going to be a close one before the season. Uh, Illinois, I watched some of that game over the weekend, and I was not... As impressed with Illinois as what I thought. I expected more out of Illinois, I'm not going to lie. They could have lost that game to Toledo. So coming on the road, Illinois traveling to Lawrence, Kansas, I don't think that Illinois is going to win this game. A lot of people have them coming in there and beating KU. I don't think they're going to do it. I think Jalen Daniels is going to start, get his first start of the year. He's going to be amped. The booth is going to be rocking. On a Friday night, the Blackhawk uniforms, the all-black alt uniforms are going to be out. People are going to be having a great time, and I think Kansas goes in there primetime on ESPN on Friday night and gets the win at home. I'm saying Kansas wins this one 38-28. Kansas wins it by 10 points, covers the three-point spread. Give me Kansas 38, Illinois 28. KU wins it. That's my official prediction for this week. And that about does it for this episode of the Jayhawker Talker 
podcast. You can always get at me on Twitter at JayhawkerTalker. Keep the conversation going there. Check out those alt-black uniforms. The Blackhawk uniforms are going to be debuting this Friday night against Illinois. Of course, download, subscribe, give this podcast a five-star rating. And you can go check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. My name is Mark Van Sickle. This is the Jayhawker Talker podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.